It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McAway and Ryan Collar here. Yo, yo. We uh week we 10. Are. Week 10. Yeah. It's been exciting. Uh we've got a game in Germany this week. Uh Ich bin ein Muniker. Uh, uh there'll be a lot of Lederhosen in that crowd. You know, apparently apparently like it's and obviously it's going to perpetuate one. every stereotype well it, hopefully not every well um, ho- hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not everyone but uh, yeah. munich obviously beautiful city uh, now apparently the tickets are insane insane to get to like i've seen some of the prices and they're in they're in the thousands yeah, um really? that's how much of a hard sold out game it is and it, it should be very it, it's, it's exciting i think the big difficulty you know a lot of it is seattle having to travel such a long way after not a long week you know it's it's pretty much the most unfair that the NFL has done to anyone. Basically, sending them ten thousand kilometers. It's not like sending someone from the East Coast, Tampa Bay, who's got an easier time. You got to send someone from the West Coast. So Listen, that's going to be interesting. Tom Brady made sure if he's going to get it, he wants to be at some sort of advantage. He said he's having the worst year of his career, and he's still in first place. It's just mm-hmm. the the God it always aligns. It always coming up Millhouse. And he got paid um, by FTX Crypto before they went uh, tits up. So him and Giselle. Yeah, Made some money on that. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, other big thing this week too: if fans aren't aware of it, the Chicago Bears are part of the home. Uh, they've got part of their home nation's UK. They are throwing an event in London, uh, in Ironmonger Square. We'll put a link up on our website. It is a Bears watch party. Uh, watch between them and the Lions. I know you're saying, "What the heck?" The Lions just beat the Packers last week, though. So if we beat the the Lions, and we're obviously way better than the Packers. Get into that. Well, I think that's the case anyway. I don't think is. that's even really debatable anymore. Uh, uh, the way yeah, the Packers, uh, it's just, they're all out of buses, and Aaron Rodgers is throwing anyone, everyone underneath. Uh, we had the big game on Thursday night as well. Uh, Carolina, in this crappy division, upsets and, and beats uh, the Falcons. Ugh, the Falcons, again, they have that classic Falcons game. Right? No just one. where you think like, they're, in, like, they're kind of in first place, and it's just like, I've been saying this for a while. I, I, they gotta stop playing Mariota. Yeah, like he's killing them. Like he's just he just the can't throw the ball are... down the field. Yeah. Like the the continued just wasting of Kyle Pitts just mm-hmm. is so mind boggling. Even with like Jay, and then and then they have this like weird like committee of running of like five different running backs they're using. It's just like what is going on? It's just like. Like you have Cordell Patterson, they ran him like five times. Mm-hmm. It's like and then they run like, like Algier ten times, and someone else five times, and another guy six times, and then Mariota runs eight times. It's like what? Yeah. What is your identity? It's just it doesn't make any sense. Mariota got lucky; he almost threw one of like the worst. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. There were some of the back foot passes, and you're and like, just, not even high school kids like, are throwing balls. How either either Ritter is really just not doing well in practice, but how could it get any worse? Um, you got to see which, like, you want to at least see what you have with this guy that you drafted in like the third round before. If you end up like the wheels come off and you end up having like a top ten pick, mm-hmm. you want to at least see this guy before you go yeah. and use a first round pick because who knows? But to me, the Mariota thing again. But the problem is, if Tampa Bay loses and everyone else loses, it's just like they're still in it, so they yeah. still technically so that they're it. still they're still doing the right thing. Yeah, hey, Mariota. But so you're right. So I agree. You, you got to give Ritter a chance. You got to give him a chance at this point in the season. I mean, you can say that you're in it, but you're not really. But you know, might as well give the kid a chance because Mariota is making, I think, you know, making more mistakes than he is actually being a benefit. But yeah. we'll see. Uh, let's go into our, our uh, Sunday Funday game. We're talking Germany, everyone. Get your bratwurst out. 
It's Seattle. It's a, it's a team that almost had a winning record. Well, Seattle's got a winning record. They're six and three, but Tampa Bay is three point favorites. The four and five Buccaneers, three point favorites in a 44 and a half point game. Now, obviously there's a few things. Uh, Tom Brady has experience playing in international games. Two, long, it's a long travel for Seattle. So it could be part of the reason. Three, uh, the bookies might be crazy. No, uh, and four, the continual disrespect of Geno Smith. The the disrespect disrespect Geno Smith tour goes every week. It doesn't matter what the guy does. He's Mm going to be like in the NFC Championship at home as the one seed. Yeah. And be like a 10-point underdog. No love. No love for (laughs) Geno. It's just, it's, it's amazing to watch. I, so it just makes me kind of like, how could you even trust Tampa Bay should have had no business winning that game last week? No. Well, Tom all, Brady, all he, Rams, he, sh- he shone in the last minute. All the Rams have to do is get 10 yards and that game is over. And they're mm-hmm. so incompetent now of a team. It's just how the, how you just fall off so quickly in the NFL is mind boggling. Yeah. Um, and to me, I, I just don't see anything that makes me think that this Tampa Bay team is going to turn it around. They have absolutely no running game. And you're going against the Seattle team. Kenneth Walker coming in, playing like a beast. You got Gino, the most confident he's ever been with DK and Lockett. They're just a better team. Like yeah. Seattle's defense is better. I'm 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 not going with I'm gonna I, even though the three hour thing might be a big bit of a difference, but I'm gonna go Seattle to win this. I just don't think Tampa Bay's good. I don't think they're a good team. And I think the fact that they're literally one of the worst running teams in the NFL means that Tom Brady is constantly in third and mm-hmm. nines and then chucking in at people's feet because they know they're just going to come at him and just because he's not, he just doesn't look the same. Same yeah. as you want. He might be able to turn around and come to class, but I'm going to go, I'm going to ride the Geno train and, and, and put a stamp out of that disrespect. I'm going to go uh 24, 20 to Seattle. Come on, ride the train, the Geno train. I'm on it. 23, 20. Same with you, Seattle. I, I just, you know, Seattle has so many weapons. Kenneth Walker has been great for them this year. You know, when you had Rashad Penny, he was doing so well. The running game of Seattle stepped in. They're protecting their offensive line more. Maybe they just didn't like Russell Wilson when when they had a chance to protect him. I, I Again, I'm with you. I just, you know, even Mike Evans, uh, it, it, you're looking, his wide receivers coming back, they're injured. You know, he got, and I, I just... Man, I just struggled to see how even Fournette's going to get through because the defense has been playing better. I've got a 23-20. to 20. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, much like the international games are, as people adjust to their diets. Uh, the big, massive well, NFL players adjust to the size of all European those, toilets. All those sausages they're going to consume, yeah. going to slow you sausages down. Sausages and prostitution is legal in a lot oh, of places in Germany. And weed so. is going to be legal there soon. So. It is legal. There's so many things in Germany. We should move there. Uh, moving <laughs> on. Utopia, except cheap ticket prices. Except for uh, cheap ticket prices. But uh, rent is subsidized there. Uh, and most most people rent in, in Germany. Let's go on to our next game, though. It is a team that's used to playing internationally. Jacksonville Jaguars are three and six. Really? Three points, three and six. And they're visiting Kansas City Chiefs, who are six and two. But Kansas City are nine and a half point favorites. It's a Travis Kelsey show. Uh, and basically, he can throw you around, throw his helmet off. He will not get a penalty. 50.5 is the over-under in this one. This is going to be a running game pretty much for Jacksonville, although Christian Kirk has looked good for them this year. How does Jacksonville have a chance visiting Kansas City at Arrowhead? I mean, not really. I think they'll keep it between 10. I think the fact mm-hmm. that like ETN is so good out there and he's looking so good that they're able to kind of control the clock a bit more, so they're not going to get probably out to these big blowout leads. The problem is Jacksonville can move the ball down the field. That's not their problem. The problem is every time they get near the red zone, they just mm-hmm. implode. Trevor Lawrence, uh, they don't have that 
big, strong possession receiver when you get near the red zone that they can do the fades into the corners. And, and or they don't have like, and they got to have an Ingram who's kind of having a bit of a nice bounce back season, but he's not like a game changer like Kelsey on the other side. Um, because yeah, again, you saw that last week, Kansas City was 12 and a half points and yeah. they had to go to overtime to beat Tennessee, just beat them. So, again, this feels just a bit, a bit high because I think we're still on the fact that it's at home. Um, but I'm gonna go with Kansas City to win this, uh, 30 to 23. Man, we're getting close, Ryan. That's the exact score I have. 30 yeah. to 23, Kansas City. Seven point spread. I'm with you. I, you know, we're seeing a lot of these deep spreads, and, and they're just so difficult to to really invest in sometimes yeah, because the big spreads are dying. you're just watching it going 13. I don't think so. And you're right, what you're watching this last week. I mean, Kansas City struggled against this Tennessee team. Derrick Henry was running into him. And 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 if and if you know basically all Jacksonville has to do is look what Tennessee did last week and go, this is all we need to do to keep this competitive. Yeah, just use, we need to shut this down. use ATN and you know, let's be honest. I mean, ATN is 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 fantastic. He's having a great year. So I, I'm in, with you on this one. He's gonna be one of those guys that's gonna be like the sneaky potential uh, number one pick next year in fantasy. Well, I mean, he's I got that he's got that kind of dual threat do and go any busted from any i was aggressive to grab him in pretty much every league i was in i figured yeah. this would be a year and obviously with james robinson so i've got him in most of my leagues but that was i i thought robinson you know then robinson started showing signs again i was like ah oh, crap etchen's still better and they got rid of him so that's all good <laughs> uh speaking of running backs and wide receivers uh brandon cooks is not happy and they won't trade him mm-hmm. and it's like we want 20 billion dollars for him apparently houston sits at one six and one and they're visiting new york giants were six and two Giants are favored by five points in this one. It's 41 points as the over-under. Vegas is telling us maybe not a lot of points scored in this one. Damian Pierce, though, having a great year as well. And let's not forget about Saquon, number one rushing uh, running back this year. Um, Daniel Jones is is there. Um, you know, there, there's some issues that they have. But Houston, let's not forget, Houston has been keeping games close. They haven't been blown out this year. They've been keeping games close. Yeah, how, how do you like this one? With I, five points I think, like, listen. I think the fact that I, I like the Giants to win. Um, I think the fact they're coming off a bye is going to help. So, the, and they got like a nice little team coming into their house in Houston that they should be able to beat like, again. Mm-hmm. But this again for a team that's six and two going against Houston, this is not a big spread, which worries me a bit. So, I, I think this game is going to be really close. I think it will probably come down to the last second kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just feels it doesn't feel like. The Giants, even though they they only feel like they should be two and a half point favorite over anybody because they they have to squeak out victories every single game, and again they've had a nice little schedule and been able to do this and being able to beat Houston. Now you can see this one slipping away from them. I can see the Giants just laying an egg too. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, but I'm gonna go with them to win it. Uh, very close. I'm gonna go uh, 24-23 on a last second field goal. Yeah, I'm very close to you again. I got a 26-23. I just, these big gaps, and as I said, Houston has kept things close. Um, They've got, you know, also now that Brandon Cooks, the Brandon Cooks drama is done. You know, we've pretty much gotten that done. he can't get traded now. He can't get traded now. He knows that, and his sulking period is over. And that's, I think, the reasons we didn't see him playing. I'm at him on my my bench. Um, You know, that that he didn't know what was going to happen. He wanted out. Um, But I could still see them putting up a good game. Houston's only got one win. Um, and and this could be something where the Giants might might take them for granted and go. This could be an easy win, and and I'm with you here that uh, this could this could be closer than we think. Two teams that are losers, losers. It is the New Orleans Saints. They're three and six. Visiting another team who's also a loser. Pittsburgh Steelers are two and six. 
New Orleans is favored by one and a half in this one with the over under being 40 points. TJ Watt could be back and it looks like he could be back in this one. New Orleans, uh, what do they, what do they got? They got Eric Alvin Kamara, but you know, the, de- the defense is up and down. Some weeks they're out, sh- lights out and the other days their, their lights are out. Um, so difficult to match in this one. This game just has got UGLY yeah. uh, written all over it. It's got a, it's got a few uh, interesting things. I, Kind of like Pittsburgh to take this one. I think they're going to take Pittsburgh. I think they're going to win it. I think uh, the fact that if TJ Watt, even if he comes back, even in a limited way, just will bring a boost and like a bit of juice to this defense that is needed. So they'll be probably, in fact, they're at home coming up a bye. Mike Tomlin's going to get this team. They'll have a couple of weeks to come up with a really good game plan for Kenny Pickett. Going against New Orleans defense that just has been getting it hasn't been great this year. Again, they're just, they have nothing on offense. They're just kind of a loss team right now. And they, they're just coming off a couple of hard losses. So I think Pittsburgh wins this. I think they're just, they're, I'd like to see Najee Harris do better. He's having one of the worst seasons of like any NFL running back in years. Mm-hmm. And it's such, considering how good he was last year. But, and one of the craziest stats I heard, I don't know if you saw this online, but the longest touchdown Pittsburgh has had this year is eight yards yeah which no, is like ridiculous. unbelievable to even think yeah. of that that's your longest touchdown it was so, the kenny pickett one i think too. this is it? one they gotta Pickens, get pickett. to try and do some big plays and uh but so to me this is a great opportunity for them to get taken in a good situation you got the home crowd tj watt everything's right uh i didn't pick pittsburgh to win this uh 27 to 20 Ryan and I on the same page. I also uh, have Pittsburgh to win this one. It's hometown crowd. I think the defense is fired up. It's And yeah. again, because New Orleans is such a non-entity, if it is Andy Dalton, it, you know, it's just you're wondering, well, who does he got? Who is he throwing to? You know, like they, they don't have, New Orleans doesn't have that Drew Brees where he could just rocket a deep pass. Um, they're, they're now become almost like the Bears used to be. They're like, you got no deep options. You got a bit of a running game and you're relying on your defense. And, and they've got the Bears curse. But I really like Pittsburgh here. As you say, it's at home. Um, they could really use a win. Mike Tomlin is not, you know, this is, he's not had a losing he's season. He's a prideful like man. He's a prideful man. He is. So, so he's, he's, he's going gonna... to want to work this. He's a smart guy. He knows, he knows the systems here. He knows the tools he's got. I like him. I think it's gonna be tight, but I got a 2017 winning at home. Speaking of winning at home, the bears are at home taking on Detroit lions. Detroit is one and six. The bears are three and five bears are three points favorite in this one. 48. Point five is the over-under. As I did mention, if you are in London, anyone in the UK, uh, the Chicago Bears are hosting a viewing party. It's in Ironmonger Square right near London Bridge. Uh, we will put the, the link up, uh, the the ad for it, up uh, on, on our website. But if you do want to come watch it, it's indoor-outdoor, but they are giving, apparently United Airlines is giving away a trip to Chicago. They are going to have screens outdoors. Reuben Brown, former uh, Buffalo Bills, yeah. and, and Chicago Bears is going to be there as well on hand to talk to people uh, we'll put the link up but I- i'm going to be going down there i think a couple of our friends are shannon lions friends and and our other friend ryan a bears fan so there's gonna be a few of us down there take some pictures and see what it's like but bears at home we're favored we're favored um after justin yeah, fields justin fields has okay. has just you know I-, I said the biggest fantasy was the biggest fantasy pretty much uh, running uh, for a quarterback uh ever last week it was uh, nuts crazy and just the 60 yard run and scamper i mean those are nfl players and he just ran away from them uh obviously as a bears fan things are starting to look good in chicago 
Yeah, um, you got to feel good. That's what we were saying last week when we were watching it. We were yeah. just like, the thing is, even though you lost that game, it just felt like it was different. Like mm-hmm. you see, you're watching a guy put it together a bit. Watch, even though, you know, you can't run for 170 yards every game, you still watch a quarterback because that's going to get you killed. And oh, people yeah. are going to be able to stop that. Like people have been able to control Lamar, they, they yeah. can control Justin Fields. So he's going to have to. But I think just to being able to enjoy, enjoy it as a fan is great. And I think. Chicago is in a great spot. I think they got the confidence. Fields is playing his best. I think you have Detroit coming in. I, Jared Goff in kind of colder weather out in the element. He's just not as good. He's he's yeah. a warm player. He, I he's, just a dome think, he's a he's dome man. He's a dome man, or he's been in LA. I think Chicago's just to me. They just got a bit more of that momentum going for them. A bit of the confidence at home. The audience the crowd is going to be pumped after watching Fields. So he's going to get a big reception. So I like the Bears to win this. Uh, I just don't think I don't think Dan Campbell on the road is is very good. I just don't think he's got the team that got the dogs to kind of keep up with mm-hmm. the Bears, which I didn't think I'd say because a couple exactly. weeks ago they looked like one of the worst offenses. So they're going to be able to run it. And especially the fear of Justin Fields running should be able to open up the passing game a bit. So I'm going to go with the Bears to win this uh, 27 uh, to 20. Yeah, I'm I, I got the Bears to win it, but I don't have us covering. I just, you know, it's one of these things that as a Bears fan, yes, watching us last week, light it up. And as I we, it was talking about last week, we've never had that in the Rex Grossman era. There was never a chance where the Bears would come back, you know, where we'd put you know, double digits on the board. You're just like, okay, I guess we're done then. Now it's like, ooh, this is new. We're not used to having this. I still find that Detroit, though, is like that caged, wounded animal that as much as I've got three points, it is a divisional game, and they do have a running game. And I I think that Chicago is weak against the running game. Um, So I've got it 24 to 23. I I think Detroit's actually going to take a lead, and we come back on them and get the hometown crowd going. Uh, and hopefully Chase Claypool has something. 24-23, Bears win. Another Bears win. Uh, uh, an ugly game. Cleveland is 3-5, and five, and everyone's saying, hey, when is Deshaun coming? Uh, they're visiting a team, a Miami team, who is 3-5, and five, and Miami's starting to get things together. Miami's 6-3, and three, three-and-a-half-point favorites. 49 points is the over-under. Tua uh, has got some of the best wide receivers in the game right now. Are, are you all in on Tua? Are we starting to Tua believe? Well, I, I don't see how you can watch it and not just tip your hat to how well he's played. He's been fantastic the last few games. So even as a non-believer at the beginning, he's definitely um, definitely way better than I imagined uh, he was going to be this year. But I will say this. I still want to see it later in the season when he's got to play San Francisco. I think even today, I think this is going to be a big match for Tua. I don't think he's going to find it as easy as he has the last mm-hmm. few weeks. I think this is a better defense i think they're getting denzel ward back which is great for their secondary which is going to help them um and i think guys like miles garrett are going to be coming for Tua, so i think it's going to be a real tough game for him i could genuinely see uh, i'm going to go with a little cleveland upset on this one i think they're coming off the bye even though miami's got a decent run defense i think you can't really stop chubb like Mm -hmm. everyone's tried to just not one of those things i think cleveland's now kind of feeling like they got Deshaun coming back. They gotta they gotta get these wins right now. And this is a definitely a winnable game against a Dolphin team that is absolutely scary and it's been lighting it up. But I think now to me, this feels like if they can put up Tua can have like a 353 touchdown game against this Cleveland defense, then yeah, then they can go far. But yeah. to me, this is I think gonna just be a tough game. I think my one of those 
letdown games that teams have when you're feeling sure. the confidence, you know, everyone's pumped and everyone's betting on Miami, just like it happened to Buffalo. You know, it happens all to lots of teams. I just feel like this could be one. And it's not being a Dolphins hater. It's just I, I just have this feeling. I think a good defense could really make it a bit difficult. So I'm going to go Cleveland to win uh, 27-24. Well, it could be the vengeance game for Jacoby Brissett uh, to, to get back on his old team. But I don't know, man. It's Miami at home in the heat. There's been that uh, hurricane. I think the heat's not going to be as much. There was a hurricane just hit there like this week. No. So um, it's still sloppy. It's still wet. Uh, hurricane Nicole, the storm has been going through. So I, I I like that in Miami's advantage. I like that crappy weather uh, for them. I just, you know, they're getting their running game going. I don't see Cleveland really being able to stop this running game and Tua. So I do have Miami to win this one. I've got them to, to cover it, 27 to 23. Um, I just, Cleveland hasn't shown enough. They're just inept. And and they, you can run on it. But if you get the score, if you get scored down and you go down by 14 points, then you got to toss that ball. And then that's going to that's gonna be problems. Um, it's a big game everyone is waiting for. It's uh, Kirk Cousins versus Case Keenum, perhaps. Um, uh, Minnesota is seven and one. They're visiting Buffalo, who's six and two. Now the line was three and a half, but we still don't know about Josh Allen. Over under is forty four. <clears throat> Case Keenum, the the orchestrator of the Minnesota Miracle. Um, you know, uh, could be an yeah, interesting with matchup Stephon here. Diggs, with Stefan Diggs. With Stefan Diggs. Uh, Buffalo is at home. Uh, the weather is supposed to be nasty in Buffalo tomorrow. Uh, the temperature, I think, is, is supposed to be like 16 degrees Celsius yeah, today and one said. degree tomorrow. Uh, so snow. snow could be in the forecast uh, for as well. How do you feel about this with wow. Josh Allen and everything going on, man? With it your feels Bills fan? like Yeah, it feels like they're going to sit him. I feel like you have to kind of be cautious. The fact that Vegas has the line at three and a half, it feels like a Josh Allen's not playing line. Because I think... It, if it was that, I think it would at least be probably six and a half, seven mm-hmm. for Buffalo. Um, so there are some concerns, you know, they, they Jordan Poyer still out. Maybe Tredavious White comes back, which would be huge because they're going against Jefferson. Um, I think this is going to be a real, I think it, it, with Case Keenum, the fact that Buffalo really struggles to run the ball, um, I think it's going to be a really kind of a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a bit of an ugly defensive battle. Um, Kirk Cousins, even... Last week, like he didn't, he took everything in his power. He got a touchdown the first drive against the commanders and literally did nothing for the rest of the game. And he hasn't been great this year. Statistically, it's one of his worst years on Minnesota. He's best shirtless on a plane, apparently. That's what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. And best record shirtless on a plane. You look at who they've won and you're like, okay, it's, it's oh, they played, this is going to be their fourth or fifth backup quarterback they're playing this year. It's like every week, Minnesota's up against another. It's all coming up, Minnesota. Yeah. So it just feels like I think, I think Buffalo can win this. I, I really do. Um, should I? I can't. I'm never going to pick against the Bills. So I'm going to pick the Bills to win. The only team I'll have no... Um, that's not true. I wouldn't pick against them. But I think they can win this game. I think yeah. the fact that Case Keenum is not this awful backup coming in that no one heard of. Like The yeah. guy has been in the league a long time. He's played with Stefan Diggs. The team has the confidence in him. But I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to go um, Bills 23-20 to 20 over Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, so I'm even with Case Keenum. I still think that's a great option. But Case Keenum at home, you might get the running game more. You're not going to get his deep balls. You're not going to get as many runs. But Case Keenum, he's good with the ball, and you know he hasn't. He as a backup goes, he he's not that horrible. Again, going against the Minnesota team, and and you're right. You know, they they have won some games. The other games, you're just like, ooh, that was kind of close. 
the seven and one record maybe doesn't belie a winning team that wins that much. Whereas, you know, Buffalo obviously but you could easily see them taking this. Like you I, could easily, I, I could easily see no them taking it. I could confidence. easily see them hitting you guys. You know, if they have a couple deep balls and you're down 14 points, then it, you, there's no running game. You know, it's just all, and then it's just going to be a matter of, of, of trying to keep up. But I do like Buffalo at home. I still think Minnesota, I think that the noise, there's going to be some, I think there's going to be a few turnovers on Minnesota's point. So I've got Buffalo to win it 27 to 23. I think Case Keenum inspires. The big game everyone's waiting for, the, the big of the six o'clock earlier games, of course, is the Denver Broncos, three and five. They're visiting Tennessee, who are five and three. Tennessee running away with their division, eh, sort of. Two and a half point favorites for Tennessee in this one. 36 points, uh, 36 and a half is the over under. Um, is Ryan Tannehill? We don't know about the quarterback situation um, on either side. Whatever it's going to be, Vegas says 36 and a half points. That's a low scoring game. Yeah. Um, there's a few things. So, so I, apparently, like Denver has just um, has an illness going through their whole team right now. They won't even specify what it is. Uh, so, I think it's quite monkeypox. So, feels like this is again, yeah, the fact that they're going to have to go on the road if their team's sick. We've seen this with a couple of teams. We saw it with the Raiders when it happened. They couldn't put, even get past half with mm-hmm. this illness. So this team-building exor- illness exercise thing that's going around, I think it's a killer. I think Tennessee's – the fact that like, Henry's looking as good as he's looked in the last couple of years. You know, if Tannehill can play, you feel like they're going to be a bit more successful in the air because Malik Willis doesn't really give you any worries that he's going to do anything passing. Um, but I just think, again, Denver's lost Chubb now, so they've lost that big pass-rushing threat that they have. So I, I, I just don't see how you go against Tennessee. The fact they're at home, they're better, co- way better coached. Mm-hmm. They know they're in the, they got the throttle on that division lead. So um, to me, yeah, I, I'm going Tennessee all the way, just especially with if they're sick. I'm going to go 27 to 13. I'm going to go beat down. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, twenty. Yeah, I could see. I just I got a low scoring game on this one. I've got it twenty to sixteen. I just think, uh, man, it's just it just seems sort of ugly. I mean, Tennessee obviously heart wrenching that you you come so close against uh, Kansas City, um, and this one would be a beat. But you know, it's just also these guys are just sort of playing ugly football. I think Tennessee's still trying to get their head around where the hell they are. I've got it twenty to sixteen. It's big bye week this week. Obviously, again, lots of buys, so not too many games in the late session. First game we're going to talk about the nine o'clock game. Ooh, this is ugly incorporated as Indianapolis at three, five, and one. Saturday, Saturday. Uh, drinking buddy, Jim Mercedes, drinking buddy is back in as coach. They're facing a Las Vegas team who's six point favorites at two and six. Um, everything is not turning up well, Vegas. Uh, I think they've said Mark Davis has said uh, he's probably made a mistake with, with Josh McDaniels. 42 and a half points is the over under in this one. Um, you got to wonder if uh, if McDaniel's this is another one you get fired mid season. Who knows? Yeah, right. Saturday. Well, the whole Saturday thing is just insane. Like, clearly, this is someone saying, "Yeah, I'm going to tank this thing," and uh, there's nothing you can do. This is classic, just billionaire hubris. Well, it is. Ursa like, is a bit of a drunk, as we know. But so wait, I don't know if you remember um, back in I think it was the '80s that uh, the New York Knicks were struggling once and yeah. decided to um, hire Whoopi Goldberg yes. to be their coach. And I don't know if you remember, but things worked out pretty good mm-hmm. for them once they got over their misogyny. Uh, of course. But yeah, it just feels like this is the stupidest thing you've ever heard. Like, listen, Jeff Saturday, the fact that they don't have anyone who could even call plays for them. Yeah. And, and, and 
they should actually say people have been saying Matt Ryan should he's the most experienced he's he's more experienced he should have yeah he should be called so in the and what is just insane about this is that with everything that's going on with Indy I still don't feel comfortable picking the Raiders I know I'm the same way I'm like <laughs> with, this is probably this is got it all they're going to play for him there's no reason that Indianapolis should even score a point mm-hmm. with this and I still feel like you're only four and a half at home against this shit show yeah. That you don't have Waller, you don't have Renfro. I mean, Raiders can't. Yeah, if the Raiders don't blow them out, he should be fired. Not mm-hmm. even win. Like they should absolutely slaughter them. But I don't even know if they, if they lose, he's Joshua Gallup's fired. Like yeah. on literally, just go right out the the, yeah. the door. Do not the pass go. Box. Do not collect two hundred. Go. Yeah. yeah, your guy on Vegas. The the monsters will take you out to the desert. But no yeah, Martin. I think the Vegas has to win this. They're two and seven. Yeah. The team's falling apart. Derek Carr's playing for his career basically right now. Um, so I'm gonna go and not an, even a great game. I'm gonna go like twenty one to six. Twenty one to six. Okay. I uh, I think Indy wins this one. I think they play <laughs> off their ass for <laughs> Jeff Saturday so because whatever it is that's going on in Vegas, it's toxic. Like, you know, we we sort of saw it last year, and it's not like the Washington Redskins, because I'm going to call them that again, because they're going to lose that name anyway once he's gone. Yeah, they're going to they're not gonna they're gonna change that. Jay-Z and, and Bezos are going to call them the Amazons or something. They're but, not, um, he's not going to sell to Bezos. Well, yeah, no one, no one says that until Bezos shows up, you know. Um, Las Vegas, it just seems like the Raider camp is in such disarray, and there's just, just tension and, and maybe it is the ineptitude of McDaniels. Maybe it is just a real toxicity of people. I, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just the attitude of all the people. You can see it in the way that they go through their draft picks. You can see it in the way they flop through things. It's it's they're the Indianapolis of the West Coast, you know, or the or it's sort of close to the West Coast. But yeah. uh, you just sort of I've got it twenty seven to twenty three. I think Jonathan. I think Jeff Saturday just puts Jonathan Taylor in and just starts getting well. back to old school indie football. He's had he's healthy again. <laughs> Apparently he's having issues. He's, he's going to be on like a headset of a of his son who's playing the game Madden, who's playing yeah. Madden of the exact game. Yeah, right? exactly. It's Probably. Dad, yeah. call a timeout. Call a timeout for a bathroom break. Uh, look, uh, we got another another one. Uh, Arizona and the Rams. Uh, Arizona's yeah. three and six. The Super Bowl champions, defending Super Bowl champions, are three and five. No way they're coming back this year. They're one and a half point favorites in this one, though. 43 and a half points is he over under Hopkins. This looks like he's coming back. Matt Stafford, do we know? Concussion protocol and and issues with the, the Rams running game as well. Uh, the Rams seem to be in free fall um, yeah. after losing that game last week. Arizona needs to get some stuff together. Listen, uh, they, 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 they went all in for the Super Bowl and they got it. And now mm-hmm. you're maybe going to watch like they F those picks. Yeah, yeah, get to your Super Bowl, but you might be screwed for the next four or five years. So you can see, like, does McVay even stay around if he sees like if he sees such a drop off yeah. in Stafford and and just doesn't feel and then Aaron Donald wants to maybe step away. Like he doesn't have the draft picks to rebuild this team. There's no way he's gonna after winning a Super Bowl just stink mm-hmm. for like five years and just kind of ruin his legacy of of, of what he did. And then yeah, on the other hand, he got yeah. Can you even just bet on Arizona to do anything anymore? No. They they're just absolutely lost. They 
Right? The Kingsbury thing was falling apart. That contract that everyone was like, do not give it to him, looks like it was a terrible decision because he's playing terrible. Like, he's now fighting with Hopkins, his number yeah. one on the sideline, which is never great. No. Um, it, it just, it, it all just, if I'm a zone Arizona fan, I just, I'm worried that this is, this, yeah. this is unfixable right now, unless you get a new coach. And it looks mm-hmm. like if Kingsbury can't piece this together, but man, I don't know who to bet. It's on a bit of a shite Honestly, show. I, I would never touch this game. Um, I'll go the, I'll go with Arizona because I think Murray's just a bit got a bit more juice in him this yeah. year. So I'm gonna go with Arizona to win twenty three seventeen. Yeah, this is just sort of ugly, and it's it's just these two teams. It's like falling apart. You know, you just sort of see this sort of happening with them. And Arizona, I mean, it's the Kyler Murray experiment. The defense is sort of you know, taking a big step down. Rams have just hobbled all over the place. And no matter how much money you spend on it, you're not going to fix it. It's not your stadium. Uh, I've got Arizona to win this one 23 to 20. Um, I can't see the Rams being favored in this one. I can't see them at home. What are the home crowd? Give me a break. Big Sunday night game. Uh, this would have been a few years ago. It's the return of the Mac. Mike McCarthy uh, is coming back to Green Bay. Uh, and apparently there's there's a love fest. Uh, apparently Rodgers doesn't hate him as much as he used to. No one does. Dallas Cowboys or six. He just hates his own. He hates his new coach now. Yeah, he hates he, his new coach. I wish I wish you were back. He's, he's reminiscing of days past. Oh, days of old. Back uh, a decade ago when, when Rodgers and the Packers were good. Uh, Packers are three and six. Uh, five and a half point favorites for Dallas. 43 points is the over under. Um, yeah, I mean, Green Bay is also beset. If you look at their injury list, it is not looking good yeah, for this week. No, they, they have got a huge amount of injuries going on. This just feels like, yeah, like I'm betting. I, this is one of my bets. I'm betting Dallas. I, how could you not? Green Bay, like Aaron Jones is kind of injured. Even there's even talk like Rodgers, like all the running, like the receivers aren't happy about being blamed for everything. No, I think of course right not. Now, I think, I think there's something going on between, um, Rodgers and the coach. And then on the other side, you know, he lost to Sean Gary for the year. Mm-hmm. More injuries are piling up. And this is just a team in free fall. We, on the other side, you got a defense. They're licking their chops. Micah Parsons coming after. Um, so Not it's going to be a lot of quick so throws. Far. I think you saw what Pollard could do. Like he's, And again, this is just a team that's just got a little bit of momentum. So I'm, I'm Dallas all the way. I think this is going to be a beat down. Um, I'm going to go uh, 30 to I'll go 30 to 20. I'll give him 20. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one at 10 points, Brad. I've got it 28 to 18. I I don't even know how Green Bay's gonna get the 18. Uh, I don't know who they're throwing it to. You know, was it Romeo Dobbs? Yeah. Looks like he's out for another four to six weeks. Yeah, so they get just it's, it's a and, and you just had the that. whole thing going down, and you know, um you can just see Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers like in my mind, I'm going to California. Uh he's he's out of it. He's he just doesn't seem to be really wanting to play this one. It's in Green Bay, so I mean it's gonna be cold. That might be the only thing that slows down Dallas. Uh, that's why I've got it at 46 points in total. But, yeah, I have 10 points for Dallas. Battle of the West Coast. Um, the Chargers are 5-3, and three, and the, the the 49ers are 4-4. Four and four, But the 49ers are not playing like a 4-4 four and four team anymore. There's seven-point favorites in this one. And you're starting to see the momentum coming. Christian McCaffrey's here. They're starting to get some people healthy again. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. Uh, the Chargers, though, 5-3. and three. Is this... Is this something where the Chargers can actually, you know, get momentum? Because, you know, visiting San Fran at home. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. You got no Mike Williams. You got no Keenan Allen. 
So you basically you become the Austin Eckler show. He's been a monster the last few weeks in fantasy, just getting like two touchdowns a game. But you're going up against one of the best defenses in the league that's at home. Um, and I think, yeah, you got that McCaffrey. Again, Chargers are so banged up. They're not going to be able to stop McCaffrey. I mm-hmm. think they're just going to just lean on him, let him do what he can. It's just going to be hard for Herbert to to really move the ball with no weapons. I think they're just in a bad spot. They're just decimated. And, you know, Shanahan's a much better coach than Brandon Staley. So to me, this everything just feels right for San Francisco. The only thing is that Jimmy G just doesn't bode me with Matt. Yeah. I have a lot of confidence in him. So um, I think Chargers can at least keep it um, keep it competitive. Um, I'm going to go uh, 24-17 for the, for the Niners. Yeah, I got it six. I've got it seven, six point spreads. I I think seven's just too much. I think the Chargers, you know, I think the Chargers can keep it close. I've got it 27 21, six point spread. I just think the seven is a little too much seeing what's going on. And I think with Justin Herbert, the, the interesting thing is going to be, you know, that horrific <laughs> LA Chargers offensive line versus that feroce ferocity of that front seven of San Fran. And it, that's ugly. That's ugly. It's, you're going to see what, uh, basically why the, the Japanese walls are made out of paper. It's just, they're just going to run right through them. Uh, but I still see the Chargers keeping it in, 27-21. Uh, the Monday Nighter is an NFC East. It's our final one. As Washington, uh, who's got a lot of trouble, not just crap falling from the ceiling, it's it's fallen from all over now. The District of Columbia uh, Attorney General has some words for you guys. Four and five, Philadelphia, or Washington, they're facing an 8-0 and Philly team. Uh, Philly continues to steamrolled on towards an undefeated season, although we know in the past, 15 years of football that doesn't usually bode well for you winning a super bowl eight no with phillies 11 point favorites 44 points over under does washington have any way of stopping philly well i think i don't i think 11 is a lot i think washington's defense is good enough that yeah i know we saw a philly team that that couldn't blow out couldn't cover the 12 or mm-hmm. the 13 against houston at least this is at least a team that's got brian robinson can move it with mclaurin um, they have a solid defensive line that is going to make it tough for for Jalen Hurts. Um, so I think, again, I think Philly wins. But to me, Washington has been, at least with Heineke, they can move the ball. If this mm-hmm. is Wentz, I wouldn't probably even bet it. But yeah, I think Washington's at least been shown that every game they've been competitive, no matter who they've played. So I don't see why that would change. This is These are division games that are always tough and close. They know each other. They play each other all the time. So... Um, I think Philly wins, uh, but I think it's going to be a close one. I'm going to go 27-23 for Philly. Ooh, okay. Uh, I don't think this is going to be close. And the reason that that Houston game was close, because it was in Houston. This is in Philly, the Battery Central, and and they hate <laughs> Washington. Uh, I, I think the fans, you know, the fans are going to be, it's going to be cold, but the fans are going to be into it. The defense is going to be set. I, I think Robert Quinn, this is, this is going to be a good one. Uh, so I, I really think that this is going to be a real problem for Washington. This is going to be a beatdown. I've got this one 30 to 13 in a beatdown. That's it for our week 10 picks. Everyone, make sure you check us out on NFLLondon.com. Find us on Insta. Find us on uh, Facebook. We're not on the TikTok. Because uh, uh, why? Uh, but thanks for listening, everyone. And make sure you check out the website, too. We'll put up all the lists for all the stuff you can do this weekend. Enjoy your week 10 in the NFL.